is hump day. Hump day, that's your cue. It's hump day. <laughs> Glad to have you all here with me tonight. Dynamite in a dress here, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and my jeggings I got on tonight because I can't get anybody else to eat donuts with me. I brought in a couple donuts from Sidecar, which is my latest obsession. They've just got so many yummy different flavors up there. I brought in the old standby, the the maple bacon, but, you know, Mr. Orange Fingered Man, he's like, nope, I'm being good. Ain't eating none of that sugar. Sanctuary, sanctuary. <laughs> I need sanctuary from the donuts. Yeah, no, y'all know who that is. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. One of the only men in recorded history to have ever left Andrea Gay speechless. Well, if Stephen Moore doesn't want to be around women, he should take up Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Okay. DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, uh, that was a couple of references, by the way. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. I don't watch any comic books movies. I don't play no Dungeons and Dragons or whatever that is, but that was a reference also to Stephen Moore, who got into some hot water over some comments he made. Yeah, no, I ain't never seen no Star Wars movie. DJ Potato Skins is coming and giving me the the finger wag. I I got some female family members of mine that are telling me, that I have to watch a Star Wars movie with them. That's going to take a whole lot of snack food and might even take me a cocktail to make it through that. Anyway, glad to have you all here with me. Got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight. The Dems are pushing hard for impeachment. They had Miss uh, Hillary Clinton, Crooked Hillary, out there calling for impeachment and actually giving advice on how to do it. But is that really what the American people are supporting? Jen Kearns, a longtime uh, friend of the Andrea Kay Show and well-known conservative pundit and author and GOP strategist will be here. She's got some interesting data on that, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. We have become a nation. The Dems' platform for 2020 is open borders, prison prisoners, terrorists getting allowed to vote, better legal rights for illegals in this country, and then also it's the push to kill more and more Americans even after they've been born alive. So we've got someone uh, from the Students for Life who's going to be here actually argued on behalf of life today in California who's going to be here to give us an update on that. And then we've got we've got a return of the news you can use. I got into a conversation with a friend of mine recently as, as to when it gets to the point where if you're 15 years from retirement, does it make sense for you to buy a home? And that's really a part of the American dream. And I say yes. If you, Even if you're 15 years away from retirement, you don't have to give up on the American dream. 50s or early 50s is the new 30s. And my gal, Julie Mills Brennan, from who's the from uh, the who's an expert in real estate here in San Diego, is going to be here to answer that question. A lot of people are asking the question, what was Trump going to do now that uh, at first it was, well, uh, the, the Democrats or Republicans were saying Trump didn't collude with anybody. The Democrats were like, well, we've got and even the establishment Republicans. We've got to let this investigation go forth. Mueller comes out and says no collusion. Then the Democrats are like, well, we've got to we've got to have Congress continue the investigation on Trump. They're going to dig and dig and dig. This was never about any real investigation into Russia's interference in our election. Otherwise, it would have been strictly about what Obama was doing in the White House since he was president when Russia was trying to interfere with our elections, even if they were. One of the things that was never investigated or even mentioned in the Mueller report is why is it that the FBI and the Department of Justice accepted 
The word of CrowdStrike, some hand-picked Ukrainian company from Hillary Clinton and the DNC, to tell them that it was Russia who hacked the DNC servers. That is absolutely ridiculous. We all know, and that's just one example of why we know this was nothing but a witch hunt, nothing but a coup attempt that was started long before President Trump even, even won the primary. I think, it, I, think, I think they were looking for a scapegoat before he even came down the escalator. So it's continuing. I, as I talked about last night, I was unhappy with some of the redactions that Barr went along with. I feel like he's better than Jeff Sessions, but we need somebody that's going to rid us, who's going to stop us from continuing to have a weaponized deep state who thinks that they've got the right to place their selected person in as president of the United States and destroy anybody that they don't like. So the coup attempt is continuing in the form of Congress with their subpoenas wanting to delve into everybody's underwear drawer of the Trump family and everybody associated with Trump and drag everybody back before Congress. And here's what Trump had to say today on the word of forthcoming subpoenas. Well, we're fighting all the subpoenas. Look, these aren't like impartial people. The Democrats are trying to win 2020. They're not going to win with the people that I see. And they're not going to win against me. The only way they can maybe luck out, and I don't think that's going to happen. It might make it even the opposite. That's what a lot of people are saying. The only way they can luck out is by constantly going. Right. We, we can uh, we cut that clip a little short. We don't. Well, the only thing that they can do, the only way that they can win, they cannot win against Republicans and conservatives in, in the ideas, in the areas of ideas. What's, what's been their latest idea? Their latest idea is to allow terrorists to vote? When Kamala Harris was asked about it, she had to look down on her shoes. You'd agree with that, whether or not terrorists, the Sarnai brothers and others should be allowed to vote? Oh, well, you know, I would consider that. Then she had to walk it back the next day, probably after she read Cher's tweet. I mean, when, when you've got Cher actually saying that that is insanity, you're on the wrong track. So they can't win on the... In, the court of ideas. What, what are they pushing economically? Socialism, free college, even liberals who graduate, who work their tails off to, to working night like I did. I worked three to five nights a week. Took me 11 years to pay off my school loans. Even Democrats and liberals are like, hey, wait a second. Am I going to get paid back? Because I paid my loan back. So they know that they can't beat Trump in terms of policy. They know that they can't beat him even in terms of personality and charisma. Who was it? Somebody, some Republican came out today and said, or, or, or alleged conservative came out and said, oh, it was John Kasich. Yeah, again, alleged conservative came out today and said, well, you know, Joe Biden getting into the race will change everything. Are you kidding me? Yeah, really? Creepy Uncle Joe? They don't, it's like Trump just said in that clip. They don't have anybody that can beat him in the area of not only ideas and policy and results, but in the, in the area of charisma. Or charm. They're going to trot out some 80-something-year-old dude who's only been successful in being able to feel up young girls in public at press conferences knowing that they're held hostage and backed into a corner and can't get away? That's the only thing. That's his only claim to fame. That's his only success. They can't win with that. And I'm glad to hear that President Trump has finally decided because that's one thing that he can do is he can push back and say no. Now, the Dems are crying today saying that the IRS passed a deadline to put forth his tax returns, and I was glad to hear it because the Republican Party did nothing. What's gone on with the FBI and the DOJ, that's not the first time that our government's been weaponized to destroy people for politics. The IRS was doing that. 
And the Democrats thought that they were going to go back to that same playbook and get the IRS on board to destroy President Trump. They know that they can't beat him in ideas and policies. They know that his, his successes are absolutely real and felt by African-Americans, by Hispanic Americans in this country. His economic results are real. They know that what he wants to do in terms of immigration is supported by the majority of the Americans, including Democrats. He tore down that blue wall. That's why they voted for him. They know that they know they're scrambling right now, knowing that they didn't get the goods on him. They've been promising for two and a half years that they had absolute proof, concrete evidence that he was an agent of Russia, a mortal enemy of ours, although it really wasn't an enemy in 2012 when Mitt Romney said that they were an enemy that we faced and Obama laughed and said, ha, 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 the 90s have called, they want their foreign policy back. So the only thing that they have is to try to continue to destroy him and his family. And the Republican Party needs to not let this happen any further. They need to turn the tables immediately. Lindsey Graham is talking about, you know, what he's going to do in the Senate. We need prosecutions. We already had Andrew McCabe. Charges were recommended against him. Why, Why have we not had him prosecuted? Why have we not seen him prosecuted? We already know the crimes. We've seen the crimes. I don't want any more special prosecutors, any more special counsels. I want prosecutions. To hear Lindsey Graham say today on another uh, on another show that, well, he's, he's not wanting to reopen the Hillary Clinton thing to see her in jail. What? You're a former federal prosecutor and you're not interested in somebody who's broken the law going to jail? That's what needs to happen. But at least we've got a president who's pushing back and saying, no, I am not going to cooperate in anything else that is going on. I do not have to cooperate with people that want to cut my head off. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to participate. It's insane, and I'm done. You've had enough. You've had two and a half years, 35 million, 500, uh, uh, something like 35 FBI agents, 500 subpoenas. They've gone to 14 different countries, and they had nothing against them. How does the American people view this, though? We know that what they want to do is, we know that what Mueller was all about when he chose, said he couldn't exonerate Trump, which was not his responsibility. He couldn't come up with anything to charge him on. So he specifically wanted Congress to impeach him. And Pelosi and others are saying we can't go down that road, but we know that they plan to. How does that, how does that play with the American people? We know that CNN and MSNBC and these outlets that have been pushing for impeachment and promising the world, delivering New Jersey, we know that they didn't have the goods. So how does it play now with the American people? Do they still want impeachment? Are they the Kool-Aid drinkers like CNN and MSNBC? Are they hearing that there's really no there there and they're like, you know what, it's time to move on? Well, Jen Kearns has an article about it. She's done some polling and she's got some interesting information. So come on back. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are two Tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Imagine your increase in sales with your web at the top of search engines getting first crack at millions of potential customers. We know how to make that happen. We're Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest ideas that could dramatically grow your profits. Getting your website at the top of search engines is a process that takes unusual expertise. Our team can help you achieve. In fact, we can put all your digital marketing under one roof give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system, standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Like the wind, ride like the wind. You usually play that when you got like some bike ride or something you got planned. Well, because he says, I've got such a long way to go to make it to the border of Mexico. Yeah. 
Okay. I thought it was good for Jen's topic. Well, well, actually, Jen's not talking about uh, immigration tonight. I. <laughs> but you know what? It kind of ties in. Let me tell you why. It ties in because the Democrats, they got a long way to go to get to impeachment, at least getting uh, the American people on board. How's that for a segue? Thank you. You say Yeah, thanks. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen Kearns joins me now. Hey, Jen, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. I think that should actually be your theme song for the show. Yeah. I like it. You live in a border town. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's Perfect. funny because during the break, they were showing on local news here, uh, countdown, how many days they showed uh, these brothers how many days they had been apart in seeking asylum. And I guess that was supposed to make me feel really sad. You know what? I, I feel really worse. I feel far worse uh, for Miriam Mendoza, who was permanently separated from her son. Or the other countless right. Americans that have been permanently separated from their children who were who were murdered either by uh, a shotgun, raped, cut up, tossed in the field, let on fire, um, shot in the face when they were doing a traffic stop. All the different ways that these illegal felons and murderers and rapists and child rapists and others get away with committing crimes here. But that is not why I, call, I had you on tonight. Because every, there's, <laughs> it's really about impeachment. Trump came out today and he's like, I am not cooperating anymore with any of your nonsense. This is about trying to destroy me for 2020. You're going to lose anyway. But the Dems, they think they got a case. Are the American people on board with it? Well, no, they're not. And, you know, I was very interested when President Trump said Monday at the White House Easter egg roll, uh, I thought it was just the perfect soundbite. Uh, the press asked him if he was concerned about the Democrat threat of impeachment. And he turned around and kind of had a glimmer in his eye. And he said, not even a little bit. And I think uh, the voters are clearly with him. And I, I took a look at some polls. And people, I think, would be very surprised at how the support for impeachment is dropping Ooh. like a lead balloon. Even CNN poll. Uh, so this is a CNN poll. So, you know, the, the, the gap is probably even wider than this, Andrea. But if you look at a CNN poll uh, that was done uh, mid to end of March when Mueller was wrapping up his work on the uh, Mueller report, um, CNN poll showed that just between December and late March, as Mueller was wrapping up his work, support for impeachment fell nearly 10 points. It fell about seven points. Uh, and, and here's the interesting thing. It's falling among some key groups that Democrats actually need for 2020. It's falling. The support for impeachment is falling among Democrats. The notion of impeachment is falling significantly uh, for independent voters and for college uh, degreed voters, though those elite liberals that uh, Democrats always claim they win while mm -hmm. they claim the rest of us are a bunch of, you know, hayseed hicks. Um, but it's really interesting here. Uh, Eighty percent of voters who identified as Democrats uh, supported the idea of impeachment last December. But by mid-March, that figure had fallen nearly 15 points to only about 65 percent of Democrats. This is according to CNN poll. Uh, independents were even uh, worse in the terms of uh, going away from it, the idea of impeachment. Uh, according to a CNN poll, 48% of independents had supported impeachment last fall in September. That number has since then flipped, and now 55% uh, of independent voters actually oppose wow. impeachment proceedings. So Nancy Pelosi has got a real problem on her hands. She's got a real mutiny on the bow. She's got these these liberal, hardcore base voters, mm -hmm. the people who are going to vote in a primary. They are rabid. They are the AOC types, the Maxine Waters types. They want impeachment, and they're going to push it in, in Congress. Uh, 
And then you have the the mainstream voters, the people who they need to get to the polls Mm -hmm. in order to have a chance to beat Donald Trump. I think he's unbeatable in 2020. But to even get close to beating him, they need these Democrats that are more mainstream. They need these independents and they need these college educated voters that they've relied on in the past to come out and vote. And, And those people are fleeing from the idea of impeachment. Very interesting stuff. Have you seen any any further decline since the uh, just in the past week since more information has come out in terms of what was actually in uh, the report after Barr came out? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. No traditional polls have yet been released since Thursday's publication of the Mueller report. And there was an online poll that was taken uh, by Business Insider, a good publication. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was taken uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern uh, last Thursday, uh, right after a few hours after the Mueller report came out, and it went uh, over the course of of a few days. And it says that the base that votes in primary elections wants the party to push ahead with impeachment proceedings as the more liberal wing of the party, uh, the more activist wing of the party. But again, it shows that the, the the rest of the Democrats, the rank and file mainstream Democrats and independents are not with that notion. So, again, right. big problem for Nancy Pelosi Huge. and, frankly, a big problem for the for the 20 or so candidates that are going to have to come down on one side or the other on this issue. They're not going to be able to dodge this issue. They're going to have to answer at some point whether or not they support impeachment. They, well, they will have to answer that on campaign trail. Well, they've got a major problems in the party. Just be the, the fracture over impeachment and what to do here is representative over the, uh, the, uh, the issue going on in the party itself. I mean, the same, the same independents and Democrats that are peeling away against the push for impeachment are the Democrats that helped Donald Trump win. That's the blue belt, uh, the blue wall that he tore down. Those are the same voters that aren't probably liking today that uh, Bernie Sanders and others are pushing for terrorists to, to be allowed to vote uh, in, in elections from prison. In fact, Breitbart had an article out today and said, who would who would be allowed to vote if Bernie Sanders got his way? 183,000 murderers, 164,000 rapists. That doesn't even include the local prisoners. And I heard this guy today on Hannity arguing, hey, I did my time. Once I'm out of prison, I at least should be allowed to vote. No. When you have committed a, a heinous crime against the United States of America and, and its citizens, that's the very uh, first thing that should go. And in fact, uh, my question for the Democrats would be, tonight Texas executed John William King, who was one of the people who, who dragged to death James Byrd in Texas. He was finally executed. It, 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 would he have been allowed to vote? Would they have wanted him to vote? This is absolutely insane. So they're pushing for terrorists to be allowed to vote. They're pushing for children who have survived abortion to be murdered. Uh, they're continuing to push for... Uh, any illegal who wants to come here, no matter how heinous the crime, they're pushing. They're calling MS-13 gang members. Nancy Pelosi is having a spark of divinity. They got a long way to go to get these de- dem- these independents and these blue dog Democrats back, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. And the fact that Bernie Sanders is the front runner of the Democratic field tells you everything you need to know about where today's Democratic Party stands. And the fact that that front runner who is a named socialist, a proud socialist, also wants to give those rights to people who've committed heinous crimes uh, from behind the cell in prison, tells you everything you need to know about how desperate the Democrats are for new rank-and-file voters. That's why they want illegal immigration. They think it boosts their numbers. Uh, But in fact, it shows, uh, the polls show that legal 
immigrants actually don't like illegal immigration because they stood in line and they came here and did it the right way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Republicans should never back down on that issue because we win every time with legal immigrants who came here and did it the right way. And that's not just Hispanics, by the way, that's Asian Americans, that's people from other countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, But boy, the fact that you see the left so far out in this issue uh, is very interesting. Here's what's going to get interesting. As Joe Biden is in the race, uh, you might see these positions moderate a bit. But again, the news media really has to uh, examine all 20 some of these candidates and really put the screws to them on where they stand on this. Kamala Harris, uh, your representative there in Ugh. California today. <sighs> kind of excuse me while I cough up a furball. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rode that line, said, you know, yeah. well, Bernie has a point, but people who've mm. committed heinous crimes shouldn't be able to have this, but I'm not going to take a position. You know what? It's up to the news media. And I was a writer for the presidential debates when we had 17 candidates at the time. It was the largest field in American history of presidential candidates on the Republican side. The news media has to do what we did in 2016. Mm -hmm. You have to hold your own people to account. You have to make them answer yes or no, up or down. Where do you stand on all these proposals? And we've got a couple of minutes left. You know, yesterday, BB, my man BB, said that he wanted to find a neighborhood or a community in the Golan Heights and name it after President Trump. You know, we've never had a president in this country uh, who was so um, beloved, in my opinion, in Israel and, and who so loves the, the Israeli people and the Jewish people. On, so we've got this um, great ally in President Trump to Israel at the same time that we see the Democrat Party being overtaken with anti-Semitism and anti-Semites. Are, we, are, are you seeing anything out there that, that where there might really be a Jexit, as people are talking about, from the Democrats? Oh, I I think so. I think the numbers for 2020 are going to blow people's socks off. I I really do think you're going to see African-American support, which was only 8%, 8 or 9% in 2016, is going to go sky high. He's already at 36% among African-Americans. I think the same trend is going to happen among Jewish Americans, and it's going to be really interesting to see uh, this Jewish exodus from the Democratic Party uh, it's a thing to watch. I predict that for 2020. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. There's the Lexit. I'm not sure what that one stands for. There's the Blexit, <laughs> right? Uh, there, you know, there's the Jexit. I guess that's spelled J-E-X-I-T. So there's all these different, and I'm hoping that it's gonna it's gonna end up really happening because I cannot under I can't I can't wrap my head around any Jewish American voting for the Democrats after after everything that they've done. It, and just the other day, Bernie Sanders calling Benjamin Netanyahu a racist at, at a rally. I mean, it's absolutely insane what is going on with the Democrat Party. Oh, and the other other, other part of their platform, uh, not just the open borders and wanting terrorists to vote and, you know, socialism and, you know, killing babies who've been born after abortion. But now Kamala Harris wants, you know, a third gender on every federal ID. So they're they're totally in on the complete nonsense that is transgenderism, which is also being foisted on children. So it's going to be amazing to see Thank you for being here and bringing us that interesting information. And her article is at Daily Caller. Jen Kearns, thanks for being here. Thanks so much. All right. We're going to, speaking of children and pro-life and the Dems plans for that, we've got a guest uh, coming up here in a minute who actually gave a speech today. She went before. I'm curious to see how it happened. She was up in Sacramento uh, giving uh, opposition to SB 24, which is a measure to force college and university health centers to distribute the chemical abortion drugs, which are absolutely horrific. 
Uh, it's not like you, you know, pop a little Pepsi AC and suddenly, you know, your heartburn's gone away. It, it's not like that at all. And she's going to be here to explain to us uh, when we come back from the break. That will be Kristen Hawkins. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AB Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AB Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at abariasco.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988. This is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. You've heard our commercials about our family-friendly pest and termite control. We're proud that we train and retain our own employees. So, if you're looking for a successful career, we'd like to talk with you. Currently, we have openings for technicians in all our offices. You need a good driving record, a valid driver's license, and a great attitude. This is a full-time career with benefits. We provide the training. You bring the dedication. Our long-term professionals will train you in every aspect of our alternative to traditional pest and termite control. You'll be helping families have homes that are pest-free, and in many cases, chemical-free. To apply, log on to termitelady.com. That's termitelady.com. Or call 877-332-2847. That's 877-332-BUGS. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly. 877-332-2847. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt for Liberty Tobacco, San Diego's oldest independent tobacco shop since 1975. They got the walk-in humidor with San Diego's largest display of premium imported cigars. All the top names are there. The stuff that Dennis Prager likes to smoke all the time, and once in a while he'll give me one too. Hundreds of high-grade briar pipes from Europe's top pipe makers. San Diego's largest assortment of Cavendish and English pipe tobacco. San Diego's only appointed merchant for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. There's a large smoking room and an outside patio with big-screen television 
televisions. There's even wireless internet. Connect to the office, stay on top of your work right from their lounge, and puff away. Liberty Tobacco has two great locations for you to enjoy a great smoke, and we're sure that one of them is close enough for you to come in anytime. Our newest store is just off the 5 Freeway in the Flower Hill Mall at the Via de la Valle exit, and we're still going strong just east of the 805 Freeway off Claremont Mesa Boulevard and the Ethan Allen Shopping Center. Easy to reach from all parts of San Diego. Open seven days a week. You can reach them online at www.LibertyTobacco.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Hump day on the Andrea K Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got hump day. Woo-woo! Yeah, 888-344-1170 if you'd like to call in. you got something on your mind. we got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight. We had to bring on this next guest. Uh, we've been talking a lot. I mentioned it earlier in tonight's show. The, the left is just on a full-out assault against life, at least against the life of children. You know, they, they love to, uh, you know, Gavin Newsom here in California wanting to protect the life of inmates and do away with the death penalty. Um, but they've put a death penalty marker on babies in a variety of different forms, one of which is called SB24. And here to discuss what SB24 is and why she was speaking today against it is the president of Students for Life of America, Kristen Hawkins. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. Okay, what is SB24? What's it about? Sure. And why? what were you saying about it today, testifying about? And what sure. was the result? This is the third year this bill has been introduced here in Sacramento. SB 24 is going to mandate that every state university, California university, California state university school, dispense RU-46, the abortion pill, right through the campus health center, right on campus, turning every public four-year university in California into an abortion vendor. This bill was actually passed last year. Uh, the pro-choice governor then, Jerry Brown, actually vetoed the legislation saying this was unnecessary because there's an abortion facility within five to seven miles of every college campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new governor, Governor Newsom, has promised to sign this law, uh, this legislation into law this year. And so they've reintroduced it. And uh, we were there today. We were there last week. Uh, but we were there today when the Senate Education Committee met uh, to pass this bill out and advance it for a full vote on the Senate. And did they vote it in? Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it will pass today. They were waiting for all the votes to come in, but I'm fairly confident it will pass this Senate Education Committee today, as it did already, the Senate Health Committee. It will probably pass the Senate. Our biggest chance to stop this will be in, in the State Assembly. Okay. Uh, and really, in, in the point I made today in my testimony and, and everything that we've been trying to say as pro-lifers, um, is that this is going to open up the state to potential huge liabilities. And in fact, the state school systems, the CSU and University of California school systems, actually said today, testified that they are neutral on this legislation. Uh, the first time they introduced, they actually pro- uh, opposed it. The reason they're neutral on it is because they know what we know, that once you turn these schools into abortion facilities, uh, schools are going to be opening themselves up. Anytime a woman is hemorrhaging, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, facing sepsis, infection from you know the remainder of her baby who's still inside of her, yes. um, the school's going to be held liable. And they, they actually don't have 
what they need to do emergency blood transfusions or to do emergency DNC. They don't have that capability at the school. And so um, this is really going to open up the schools to a lot of liability and also about conscience rights. You know, what about the, the conscience rights of those staff members who work at the campus health center? Right. Or you know, the if students who are going to have to fund this. Right. Exactly. So this is like uh, this is the same thing that happened at Hobby Lobby and the Little Sisters yep, of the Poor. Right. You know, this is and, and, you know, it's a shame that you have to appeal to these to the legislators in the schools on, on behalf of liability for the horrific mm-hmm. results of this drug. It's not enough to just preserve right. life. Um, but maybe if for no other reason, they might understand that this is, as I said before the break, this is not like me taking, you know, one of my daily pills for my heartburn. Okay. Cause I drink too much That's coffee. Right. You know, this <laughs> it, women have died from taking this. It is, it is mm-hmm. horrific. What, what they, what they go through, depending on where they're at in the pregnancy. And, mm-hmm. it, and then there are children that it end up uh, pregnancies that end up going on and um, because it doesn't always work. And then you can have children have issues as a result. So it, this is this is just horrific. And, you know, it, it's certainly not anything that should be paid for by taxpayers again. And there is a conscience issue and a liability issue. So um, I thank you for the work that you're doing on behalf of life. And, you know, we talk a lot on the show about it's one thing to sit and complain. It's another thing to actually take part and get active and try to do something as a citizen to stop it. And I thank you for what you're doing and your organization. How can people get more information on Students for Life of America? Sure. Go to our website, studentsforlife.org, or you can check us out at Facebook, facebook.com slash students for life. We'll be posting my testimony today, but really, we need you all to spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can, get up to Sacramento the next time the committee votes, next time this goes before a, f- a full vote. Contact your state senators, contact your state assemblymen, tell them you oppose SB 24. We need you to be to be vocal on this. I mean, we're going to college campuses every day, mm-hmm. and what we're finding is pro-choice students, students who actually disagree with us about abortion, agree with us that this legislation is dangerous and unnecessary. Um, so we're actually winning. So all we have to do is tell people about mm-hmm. SB 24. Tell them the extremism that's happening in Sacramento, and you can stop this. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And, and it's a call to action. And this is something that we all can do and we can get involved and we can start pushing back. And, you know, because this is what the left does. This is why they've made such progress mm-hmm. as they have against children and mm-hmm. in the in the pro, you know, child infanticide movement, because they are active. They get involved. They push all mm-hmm. day, every day for every aspect of their agenda. And we conservatives and we Christians and others, we sit back expecting everybody else mm-hmm. to do the heavy lifting. And it is it, this is the time for us to save our country, to get involved. And Kristen, thank you so much for all you're doing for that. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a good night. Um, speaking of life, you know, the, the left is on the other side of it. They care, you know, while they're pushing to uh, for infanticide, as I talked about Gavin Newsom doing away with the death penalty, even though when he was running for governor, he said that he would allow the vote because the, the voters of California have said that they wanted the death penalty. And you see what happened in Texas. They got rid of a racist dude who drug a black man at the end of a truck. But th- they don't care. They're on the wrong side of life. Here's a perfect example. I don't know if you, I meant to talk about this uh, a couple nights ago on the show, DJ Carrot Sticks. Wait till you hear this. Uh, have you heard of an organization called the Bail Project? 
No. Right. This is this one particular group of the Bell Project. This is the St. Louis Bell Project. But there there is a, a movement around the country to get rid of the bail system, saying that it's unfair to poor people. Just like the same thing is saying that uh, wanting to say that if you get a speeding ticket, uh, that you shouldn't have to pay it if you're poor as opposed to a rich person. It's like, well, you know, as though your penalty should kind of like what we talked about in Texas the other day, the DA saying that you can get away with stealing up to $750. So this bail project, uh, they've, they're a group that feels like the bail system is unfair. And so what they decided to do was post bail for a man named Samuel Lee Scott, who was arrested for domestic abuse on April 5 after he beat his 54-year-old wife, injured her cheekbone, uh, basically busted her up. Uh, he told her at the time, I might as well finish what he started. Uh, she was going to contact the police. So he ends up, she calls the police. He ends up getting arrested. There was a prote- order of protection against him. He was told to stay away from her. And what did these people do? They bailed him out. And what did he do? Immediately drove over and murdered her. She didn't die right away. No, she died five days later from the injuries she sustained. They said, uh, and what was their response to this? We, uh, they, they said that, uh, we, we believe that paying bail for someone in need is an act of resistance. Oh, that's their, that's their sad story. Oh, no one could have predicted this tragedy. They say, really? The reality is, is that I think the stat is something like 90% of men who have beaten a wife and threatened to kill her follow through on it. This was absolutely predictable. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. These people have blood on their hands, and this is liberalism. This is liberalism. Women out there, they do not care about you. They are not the party of women. They're not the party of anything but power. They By, by bailing this man out, they signed her death warrant. They went on to say, in a tortured, twisted way that her death, as sad as it was, that their cause was more important than her death. They actually believe the stupidity is, is they, the bail project is an unprecedented effort to combat mass incarceration at the front end of the system. Uh, We pay bail for people in need, reuniting families and restoring the presumption of innocence. When you're arrested, you get let out on bail until a trial. You're not, being charged with bail does not mean you've been found guilty. That is nonsense. That is stupidity. Reuniting families, they reunited a killer with his victim. That victim's family should be able to sue. They should. They said, oh, this ain't on us. This isn't our responsibility. It's absolutely insane. They could insane. have predicted if they looked at his, what he was arrested for. Well, it's it a violent crime. Right. If you're going to be involved in bail and you particularly get to involve yourself, because the, and the police department is like, what do you mean this wasn't predictable? This is what we deal with in domestic abuse. And if you're going to inject yourself into the justice system and start paying bail for people, you better educate yourself on particular crimes and issues and what the stats are. It's insanity. I got to cool down and come back and talk about one of my favorite topics, which is real estate. A friend of mine was telling me the other day, she wasn't sure if you're about 15 years from retirement, whether or not it made sense to buy a home if you weren't currently an owner. I think it absolutely does. Because you got to pay, you got to live somewhere. You got to pay for something. 
But people are asking that question in San Diego and beyond because it's so expensive to buy a home now. So I got my gal Julie coming on. She's got a very specific example so and some numbers so you can kind of see what if this is a scenario you're in, whether or not it's going to make sense for you. So stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher of the Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 7 a.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you'll find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Rager, Gorka, Schneider, Elder, Kay, Horn, Martin, Walsh, and me, Mike Gallagher, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. The Midnight Madness Mega Used Car Tent Sale this Thursday through Sunday at SDCCU Stadium. Family-friendly atmosphere, kid zone, big screens, and great food. Ridiculously lowered prices on our new inventory of low-mileage vehicles. Almost 1000 to choose from, many priced below $15,000. Buy with complete confidence with a three-day exchange policy. Bring in your trade-ins, paid for or not. Bad credit, bankruptcy, first-time buyers are okay. We can finance anyone. Get to SDCCU Stadium this Thursday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to midnight. This is the weekend for you. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the DRE 01943736 and MLF Moment 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. During his news conference late last week, Attorney General William Barr communicated clearly and with confidence and authority the bottom line that neither President Trump nor any member of his campaign or family colluded with Russia's attack on our 2016 election. Barr did exactly what the chief law enforcement officer of the United States should do, explain the law and the decision in this matter. No collusion, no obstruction. Special Counsel Robert S. Mueller III made the first call. Barr made the second call. 
Now the lightly redacted report has been presented to the Congress and to the people. Many commentators will continue to ignore the first rule of holes. When in one, stop digging. But we are not done. The Attorney General soon will have the report of the Inspector General reviewing the actions at the highest levels of the FBI and the intelligence community during the 2016 campaign and during the transition. And there are a host of issues that demand inquiry. Who, exactly, is lawyering up now? I'm Hugh Hewitt. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Home. We all want to be homeowners, but should you buy or not? If you're 55 and over, what are the pros and cons of buying? So I got my gal Julie Mills Brennan with me to answer that question. Hey, Julie, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Good evening. Thank you. Okay, glad to have you with me. So what's the answer to the question? If Pros and cons, you're 55 and over, buy or not? Okay, well, the thing is, is okay, I, what I did was an average scenario of, I would say, um, something very comparable to what's average in, in San Diego would be like a North Park neighborhood. Okay. Um, it's kind of like the median pricing. So if you were going to buy a two-bedroom condo in North Park, you're going to spend with PITI, which that means principal interest, taxes, and insurance, and HOA, you're going to spend about 3000 a month. But that's a 15-year mortgage. Ooh. Is, you know, when you're 55 and older, you're probably thinking you want to pay things off quicker. Okay. So, so at at a at a four hundred thousand dollar price range with twenty percent down and the, everything included, including your HOA, which is your homeowners insur- um, home, homeowners um, fees, that's about three thousand a month. Now, if you were going to rent in that same neighborhood, it's going for for a two bedroom, almost everything comparable. You're going to be renting for about twenty three hundred a month. So it is seven hundred dollars less. Okay. However. If, if you're going to be paying 15 years for 2300 a month, that's $414,000. So you could basically buy that condo by the time, you know, during that time frame. So if you're renting and you're giving away $2,300 a month, that's $414,000 for, for 15 years. Well, let me ask now, you. On the flip, oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I was going to say on the flip side, you're paying five hundred and forty thousand for that condo because you know there's you know you're paying taxes and insurance and and everything else. However, that four hundred thousand dollar condo could increase in price in fifteen years. It might go down. Chances are, you know, I mean, there's there's always corrections, but typically overall real estate's gone up. So if you sell it for five hundred, let's say in fifteen years later, you've only lost forty thousand dollars. Could you, what would it be for that same condo in North Park if you did a 30-year? Because the thing is, if you're going to rent, the idea of doing a 15-year is so that when you retire, you don't have any housing expense every month. And that's a great scenario to be in. That's the ideal. But you're not going to have that if you rent because that what's $2,300 now for rental, by the way, you're going to continue to rent in 15 years because you, 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 you're you just going to continue to have to pay rent. And it's not going to be 2300 right. 15 years. I mean, you're going to continue, continue to, to go right. up. You're gonna, most, yeah, and most people are going to continue to live past 70 so okay, I did that scenario at a thirty um, a thirty year mortgage, uh-huh. and it's twenty three fifty eight per month. So it's almost exactly what you'd be paying in rent. Wow, bingo! Yeah. There it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, keep in mind, though. I mean, on the flip side, if you're an investor and you're—I mean, not an investor, but you're shrewd and you're a good—you're good with your money and you're a finance person—you could take that eighty thousand down. 
that you're putting on that condo. Because remember, you're putting down 20%. Right. And you can use that $700 per month and funnel that into some kind of, you know, mutual funds in the stock market. So it just depends on how you spend your money and, and how shrewd you are. But there's a lot of America that isn't that shrewd. You know, if they're saying right. that we're, we're going to save 700 a month on our mortgage, we're going to go put it right into the investment. That's not necessarily what's going to happen. You know, you might use it for trips. You might use it for different things, traveling, you know. So it just depends on how you use your money. Overall, I think it's a, it's a better bang for your buck. And also, too, think about it when you – are when you're renting, I mean, there's less security. You could be kicked out. You know, if you're if you're in a condo, they could sell it. So, I mean, it's more stable to own. Oh yeah, it absolutely but, is because if you're renting, what's twenty three hundred now is not going to be twenty three hundred dollars a month fifteen years from now. The rents rents are going to go right. up. You're right. Uh, you're right. Absolutely. It's yeah. Probably going to go to twenty five, twenty six hundred. Right. In, in unless you have one of those beautiful land landowners, right. you know, homeowners that that are landlords that are just like, oh, I'm going to keep it for you because you're a perfect tenant. And those that does happen. But you're right. Overall, as inflation and everything goes up, it, they're going to they're going to raise the rent. Plus, if you're fifty five. Are you really going to, you're not going to be, if, you, if you're if you 55 and you decide I'm going to take that money instead of buying a home with it and I'm going to play the market with it or whatever, you're going to have to be really conservative unless you're stupid. You're not going to take $80,000 and $700 a month and do anything that's got a high yield to it because that would involve a high risk. Right. You're going to, you're exactly. better off to be in real estate, which is right. in, in San Diego. You look at after eight, uh, 08 when everything crashed, people are like, it's never going to come back. Oh my gosh. And look where we're at now. You know, yeah, uh, now we're like surpassing that. Yeah. So, areas, and if you, so, so if you do 15 years, you, if you can afford to do 15 years, then you've got it paid for. Then you might be in a situation where not only do you have no no uh, monthly nut to have to cover, but you might have enough equity to where you can maybe even do a reverse mortgage at that point and pull, pull some equity out. Exactly. Then you're comfortable. So to me, this yeah. is this is a no brainer. And you know, and this is even. I mean, this is middle of the road. There's even you could even maybe spend 300 on a condo in San Diego. So I, I just think that you this can. T- it just depends on what area is. I mean, right. they're, they're out there. They're just not plentiful. Right. But the North Park. Right. But the North Park area is, first of all, that's that's a hot happening area. So it's not it's not the most expensive in San Diego, but it's not the least expensive. So that's the perfect right. kind of hood to pick for this yeah. scenario. So, you know, road. yeah. And if you're doing a condo, you're, you know, when you're 55 and older, typically you're downsizing into a condo. So that's why right. I chose a condo. It, well, that's perfect. And the reason why I asked Julie to do this scenario is this is an actual based upon a conversation I had with a with a bestie of mine who was like, I'm not sure if it makes sense for me to buy. And we were chatting about it on a Saturday and I'm like, well, I got to bring this to my show and have Julie come on and discuss this scenario because I think, and I think that there's probably a lot of people uh, in San Diego and beyond, you know, divorce for different reasons. They find themselves, you know, in, in a situation where they're not a homeowner in their 40s and 50s and they're wondering whether or not it makes sense. So Julie, how can people get a hold of you? Oh, I would love to help at 619-992-7113, or you can email me at sdrealtorjulie at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for being here, Shigaru. I'm, I, sure. Now, Have a good one. You too. You know, one of the things that I do at night, in addition to watching Million Dollar Listing and all my Fixer Upper and, you know, all my different real estate shows is I love to look at houses on the internet. Do you ever do that, DJ Karastics? No. <laughs> <laughs> I live in an apartment. Does that make me technically make me homeless? No, 
but I mean, I don't know. When I was a kid, one of the things we used to do with my parents on the weekends is we would drive around and look at houses. I mean, I, I grew up with Scarlett O'Hare as my mother. I mean, she was all, we taught, we love real estate, looking at homes and fantasizing about homes. And it's just something, it's a passion of mine. So. My mom stopped taking us to open houses after me and my sister like wrecked a few of the displays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. All right, we're going to be right back here tomorrow night on Thursday, Friday Eve, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Thanks for being with me. Have a great night, everybody.